0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, September 2nd, 2023, and this is day 1991 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome 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 to you so let's go ahead and get started father we honor you and praise you and thank you and love you so much thank you lord for waking us up to this beautiful day that you created just for us help us lord to just thrive in it to uh, cherish this day and make the most out of every moment I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, take care of yourself first. Yep. Oftentimes, we might think that's being selfish. Nope, it is not. And we, you will see this based upon the word of God. We are instructed uh, in many cases to take care of self in order to go forth and do the work of God. How can we be effective for him if we're not taking care of ourselves? So love your neighbor as yourself. We must love ourselves, take care of ourselves, and God comes first. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So, we're coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we're going to start at verse 16. And determine. I'll determine how far the Lord would have me to go. <laughs> and this is David and Goliath. And, uh, oh man, Goliath was a giant with an attitude. <laughs> As uh, I'm reading out of... Um, Uh, Note here in my Bible says, as champion of the Philistines, he immobilized an entire army of Israelites by challenging one of them to duel with him. And he did this for 40 days, which I'm getting ready to read. Uh, He made them forget they had an absolute champion in the Lord, their God. It took a shepherd boy, a bold shepherd boy named David to remind them all. They were the armies of the living God. Sometimes we need an awakening, and God has given us a wake-up call today, saying, take care of self first. So in verse 16 of First Samuel chapter 17, it says, For 40 days the Philistine came forward every morning and evening and took his stand. He was a major intimidator. For the Israelites, now Jesse said to his son David, "Take this ephah of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread for your brothers, and hurry to their camp. Take along these ten cheeses to the commander of their unit. See how your brothers are, and bring back some assurance for from them. They are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah, fighting against the Philistines." Early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed. He reached the camp as the army was growing, or as the army was going out to its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines, and and asked his brothers how they were. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance. And David heard it. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. Now the Israelites have been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. Wow, that's a great reward. He he will make him wealthy. Um, He will give him his own daughter in marriage and he will not have to pay taxes. Wow. (laughs) And yet there was not one that stood up at this point. David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the army of the living God? Now, you see that this is David. He's a little shepherd, <laughs> young man coming out and all these men, you know, in, in this army are fleeing from him and they forgot who the true and living God was. They repeated to him what they had been saying and told him, this is what will be done for the man who kills him. When Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the man, he burned with anger at him and asked, why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. This sounds like a big brother talking to a little brother. Typical language, right? Like, you think you're all that? Get away from here, a little nothing or a little boy. <laughs> That's, in other words, what it sounds like he was saying. Now, what have I done, said David? Can't I even speak? He then turned away <clears throat> to someone else and brought up the same matter. And the man answered him as before. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul. And Saul sent for him. David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. This is what David told King Saul. Saul replied, You are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You're only a young man. And he has been a warrior from his youth. Now, look at that. You notice. So often we too can be intimidated based upon someone's experience. God may say, this is what I've called you to do. And you might immediately say, well, the people that are already there, they've had lots of years of experience and I have none. It doesn't matter when God gives you an assignment. Don't ever forget that. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Well, that's pretty powerful there. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. You notice, so he's been getting prepared. God has been getting him prepared for such a time as this. Your experience may not be exactly in the way someone else had gotten theirs, but whatever way God gave you that experience, it's all part of your preparation. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. So Saul felt like he was being helpful. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. (laughs) I'm jumping down to verse 45. It says, David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. So basically, you not defied us, you defied my Father God. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut off your head this very day. I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. He had faith, and his faith is what gave him the strength and ability to fight against this giant that the whole army of Israel was afraid of. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. (laughs) As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching out into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his Head, forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. See, God is going to equip us with in unconventional ways. It won't be in the way that the world assumes we should be. But don't ever forget that. God has his own way of dealing with our enemy, and we must trust him and do it his way, even when it's not according to the way the world will do it. Point number one, many of you have heard the term, put the oxygen mask or face mask over your face first before putting it on your child if if danger occurs while on a plane. So that's the first thing they say. The instructions are one of the first things Put that mask over yourself, then put it over your child. We must take care of ourselves first, or we're no good for anyone else. The other day, after attending my husband's relative's uh, homegoing, or you may say funeral, but we're saying homegoing because he knew the Lord and he was going to be with with Jesus, everyone was lined up in preparation after the funeral or after the service to go to the gravesite. My husband decided not to go in order to take care of himself. He knew that he was not supposed to stand outside in the heat very long, based upon certain medications he takes and the doctor's orders, along with the uneven terrain he would have to walk on, could make him unstable, uh, you know, at the burial site. So he decided not to go. He said no. That was extremely wise because the, the thought or pressure may go through our minds that, well, I need to be there to support the family. Well, what are people going to think? Because I wasn't there. Or they're going to think that I'm being disrespectful. No, you can't get caught up in all of that. You must do what's best for you in order to continue doing the will of God. Point number two, David used wisdom. Also, before defeating Goliath in the way God instructed him to, he had to deal with inner conflict. <clears throat> Excuse me. He had to deal with inner conflict with King Saul before even dealing with the big obvious battle outside. He had to tell Saul no when he offered him his armor to wear. That could have cost David his life saying no to the king. But he knew he could not fight successfully in someone else's attire, someone else's clothes. That could be someone else's mindset other than God's. That could be someone else's suggestions. You know how we are. Oh, you should do it this way. Girl, don't do it there. Oh, no, don't put up with that. Or don't do this. Or don't do that. Or, oh, no, man, you don't need to do it like that. Or someone else's directions. Oh, don't go that way. You need to go this way. When God is saying, go a different way. We need to trust God and listen to him just as David did. So he took them off and used what God gave him. And that was his staff is what he had. He had five smooth stones. He had a shepherd's bag and his sling or what I call a slingshot. And that's all he needed to destroy his enemy. And God got the glory that day because David was obedient and did it exactly as God told him to do. I know many of you, this was something God gave me specifically for whoever this is out there. You have a business idea, and that business idea is amazing. And you started off doing it exactly like God said. Then all of a sudden, possibly your board or other people that you know took that idea and changed it. They they um, felt like they were doing the right thing, just like Saul did. Uh, with David. Oh, let's do this. Let's add this to it. Let's do this program instead of that one, what you come up with. And and they changed the whole concept that God has given you. Uh, God is saying, go back to where you first began. Go back and do it the way I gave it to you to do. Exactly the way. You were already on track, but someone got in and interfered with it. And now you're miserable. You don't have that same uh, umph or zeal uh, that you started off with because someone has come in and tried to change uh, the agenda that God had given you. And you must take a stand. And that is an area where you say no. There is someone else or many others out there who's, you know, dealing with situations with grown children. And part of the problem is you've enabled them. And now they're taking over and you can't even enjoy your own life. Let me share the story that... I met a lady while at a concert down at the gym theater on 18th and Vine several years ago. And uh, it was the intermission of the, of the concert. And we were sitting by each other, chose not to get up and browse around. And my husband had got up and, <clears throat> to go to the restroom or something. And, and she and I were just sitting there. And she, and she started sharing with me about how uh, her kids were needing help. And uh, she let her grown children move in with her, one at first, and then the second one came. And and uh, it's okay to help people, right? Well, they began to just take over, and they brought their own children, her grandchildren, which she loved. And she loved her children. But um, they began just, you know, making havoc and uh, disrespectful, not cleaning up after themselves and leaving a mess. And, and she said she was beginning to feel really, I'm paraphrasing everything, uh, uncomfortable in her own house, really. And she said, she asked them to leave. They wouldn't leave. And, uh, you know, do you call the police? She didn't call the police. She's like, I've got to do something myself. And you know what she did? She moved. <laughs> she said, I got me to another place and I moved. And she said, I have been in such peace. She said, I didn't care what they did, you know, and uh, many times we might think, well, That could affect my credit if I get up and go get another place or, you know, or that. Where are they going to stay? What are they going to do? God is saying, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself first or you'll be no good for anyone else. You will be miserable. You can get depressed and down and out. I know what that's like. Been there, done that until I woke up and realized I need to do it the way God gave it to me to do. Quit trying to be like everybody else. Quit trying to do it like everybody else or taking advice from everybody else. You know, it's nothing wrong with listening and taking some advice when it's God given through that person. But if if it interferes with what God has told you to do, then you don't do it. (laughs) It's just as simple as that. And most people mean well. Don't get me wrong. They do. But you have to know and be able to discern between that that is of God and that which is of, you know, Satan or just that person's own uh, way of doing things. And God is saying, I want you to do it my way. So if that's you, trust God, believe in the way he's given it to you to do. Even if someone else says, that's crazy. You don't want to do it that way. Here's what you do. I can't begin to tell you how many times someone has come to me and said that you don't need to do that business. You need to do this and you need to do that. And it was people that I loved and that cared about me and and I knew they did, but it was not of God. It can be good, but not God. So that means you need to say no to even something that's good if it does not line up with what God is giving you to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that's the first step before you can even have that conversation and hearing God. You know, you need to know him, make him your savior and your Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You are on your way to be with the Lord for eternity. That, my friends, is the best choice you could ever make in your lifetime. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, j-a-c-k-i-e-b-like-boy-u-y-c-k-s-ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on t org to learn more about what we're doing, teaching our youth and our community about life and how to conduct themselves on a job and and uh, how to start their own businesses and problem solving and and uh, how to be aware of human and sex trafficking awareness and what to do Uh, yeah when that comes up someone approaches them in the wrong way and we're teaching them DIY projects how to do their own uh, small household repairs Thank you all so much for all that you do for us uh, with your support and uh, with your donations and, of course, your prayers. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.